Welcome to the Dietitian Collaborative Podcast. I'm Celestina, a chef, dietitian, and total foodie. Each week, I chat with another awesome RD so we can learn a bit more about how diverse our profession really is and how much we can benefit from collaborating with fellow RDs. Comparison syndrome is some shit. I mean, no matter how into our businesses we are, I'm approaching six years, I feel like we always feel it to some extent. No matter how much schooling, no matter how much further education, we always feel like we need more and we are inadequate. First of all, where the fuck does this come from? I'm not here to talk about the patriarchy or supremacy culture, but I feel like a decent amount of that stems from this. I leave that up to Laura Jean of Dietitian Values and Jess Sertikoff-Romola of Empowering Dietitians. Those are my go-to ladies if you want any of that kind of discussion. I'm here to talk about what you can do personally to reframe your mindset around comparison syndrome. But seriously, check out those ladies if if you want just a different POV on it. And I'll talk about more of that in a sec and how I came to that conclusion. I know I'm leaving so many cliffhangers. So I feel like we're never above it, right? Like comparison syndrome is unfortunately always going to be part of what we feel because societally we're kind of told that we are inadequate in some way, shape or form. So even after a lot of self-reflection, a lot of self-exploration, me personally, like I'm still not over it. And sometimes those negative self-deprecating thoughts still creep in even after exploring my human design, right? So like we can do all of the self-work, all of that inner work, all of that hard shit to like break through, but sometimes those feelings still arise. For example, last week I was actually, this is still ongoing, but we are, me and two other dietitians are working on a presentation and like we had a meeting and it was great. And throughout the meeting, like they were spitballing ideas back and forth. I also contributed some ideas, but then I also felt like, wow, why would my ideas, like, where can my ideas come into play? Like their ideas are absolutely amazing about this topic. We are talking about collaboration in our field. And like, obviously I know I, I am the dietitian collaborative. I host the dietitian collaborative. But I still had those feelings, right? Like those really shit thoughts still crept back in. Like, where can I contribute? How is my voice going to be heard in this situation? Where do I fit in? And that sucks, right? Like feeling that way sucks. However, understanding that it exists, that it's happening to you, and then how to reframe it is really key. So we're going to go through all of those steps, but I want to finish the story first so that I can kind of refer back to it throughout. So what did I do after that? Well, actually, we hopped onto another call with other really cool humans after that. So I was distracted about those thoughts. So that can be one way to do it. But then also just stepping away from the situation, right? So I took the weekend off to not work on the presentation to really hone in and focus on like, hey, yes, these two women are absolutely amazing and they have their own unique viewpoints on this but where can I contribute? And then obviously it came back to the inner work piece, right? Like this is really what I'm passionate about in helping people discover what their superpowers are. And not every um, panel discussion, I'm going to be able to speak about human design and I totally get that. But talking about people's superpowers is where I can contribute to the conversation of collaboration and how to collaborate. No, I'm not here to talk about the value side of it or the ethics side of it or the supremacy side of it, right? Like that's, 
I can probably contribute to those conversations in a smaller way, but those are not my major talking points or my major points of contribution to that conversation. But where I do contribute is in this piece, right? Like being able to remind people to look inward, to do that self-exploration, to discover their superpowers and know where they can contribute to the conversation, how that works and where they can contribute into a larger collaboration. So it's not combating comparison syndrome, right? I feel like, again, this comes back societally. We have to kill, we have to squash the competition, we have to squash comparison syndrome. It's always going to be there. So combat is not the right word. We need to be able to reframe it. So let's do that. Step one, notice why and when it's happening. Is it happening when you're scrolling through Instagram or Facebook or TikTok? I don't do the TikTok, but... I assume people are on there as well. Or is it happening in real life, right? So notice, is it something that happens specifically when you're on these apps or maybe when you're in person with someone else? Is there a certain trigger? Is there a certain verbiage? Is there maybe a certain niche that triggers this comparison syndrome? Take a look at all of that. Are you already in a collaboration where this is happening? So similar to my situation last week, I'm already in this collaboration I know I want to do it with these ladies, but I'm feeling these inadequate feelings and that sucks. So notice when it's happening. And then second, notice why it's happening. What is the other person doing that's igniting this feeling? And they're probably not doing it outright to make you feel this way, right? Like you're running that through your like internal filter and possibly the feelings of lack or other types of feelings arise within you when you're seeing this. So Notice what is happening when these feelings arise. So for me in this example, it was just these other ladies talking about their different talking points. And I was like, shit, what do I have to contribute? Like, why is my voice meaningful, right? So those are some thoughts that could happen when these, when this situation or rather when comparison syndrome is striking. So notice what some of those internal dialogue questions are for you. And then notice where you feel the lack, like in your body, where do you feel the lack? Are there any other feelings that arise? Anger, jealousy, inadequacy. Perhaps it's something that you want, that they are showing their potential clients, or maybe something about what they're presenting that you don't like. Regardless of what it is, you can learn from both of those things, right? The things that light you up and the things that make you feel icky. So just notice it. Don't judge it. And then once you can see what triggers these internal feelings of not enoughness, do your best to recognize it when it happens and then eventually before it happens, right? So in my instance of last week and these feelings arising, I noticed them. I didn't judge them. I was like, oh, well, hello, comparison syndrome. That's some shit. But I was able to reframe it before I had any additional like negative self-talk, right? So we want to avoid the negative self-talk and the spiral down. So if you can avoid that by just noticing it and then we can get into step two, that's gonna be friggin' awesome. Also, if you find it helpful, you can create a mantra for yourself to help reframe your mindset around the feeling of comparison syndrome and shift that towards a feeling of admiration or respect or OMG, my fellow dietitian is doing such an awesome job. That is where I'm at at this point. It's taken a really long time to get there, a lot of inner work to get there. And again, sometimes these feelings still creep up, but if you have this as a tool to be able to mitigate this, it's gonna be huge. So shifting that towards admiration, right? Like 
yes, they are doing a great job. They have their skill set, their superpowers that they are just letting shine and they're doing an amazing job. Where, and then again, reframing that back to where do I come in? So my mantra for this is be bold, be fearless, be impactful, be you. Abundance is in my life. Make up your own mantra. You don't have to use mine. It's probably not going to fit you, right? So mine is actually a lot from my human design um, itself. And that's where I really took, took those words of inspiration from. So that can be wherever for you, but just giving you some insight there. So that was step one, right? Notice when and why comparison syndrome is happening. Step two is step away from what is making you feel this way. Get off the app, leave the physical place, take time to think and perhaps do that out in nature. So for me, I mentioned we had this really cool conversation and then we hopped on a call with a bunch of really cool dietitians. That was the reframe or the re, just to get the fuck out of the situation that I needed, right? Like I needed to be around some really good energy to get my, like, to get my energy back up and that was really helpful. And then I also took the weekend to like think about what my contribution to the conversation could be. So just step away. Maybe it's in nature. Maybe it's doing something you like, but just get out of that situation that's making you feel that way. Three, remind yourself of how amazing you are. This is really where the essence of all of it is because we can should on ourselves, We can shit on ourselves so hard, but go through and think of all of your accomplishments. Maybe write them down on your phone and they can be your like pick me up mantra when you're in this headspace, right? So maybe they're just like saved in the notes app on your phone and you can just run through them when you're feeling like this. And then also remind yourself of all of your really cool lived experiences. This is the take on your life that is going to resonate with other people, right? Like if you can go through everything that you've gone through, maybe just write that, not everything, right? You don't have to go like day one, I was born, but like Think about, the, think about the experiences that impacted your life, that maybe changed a progression of your life or made you become a dietitian or made you work in a specific niche. Those are your lived experiences that make you unique, that will resonate with other people, right? And it'll resonate, it'll resonate with the people that you are meant to impact. Side note, if you're having trouble with this, it may be time to look inward, to do the hard work of unlearning all that bullshit and uncovering slash discovering your truest self. Uh, and I actually have a step one, if you will, for you to follow in all of this. It's my totally free Unleash Your Genius masterclass where I guide you through a self-reflective meditation and give you some action steps to start uncovering your truest self. And yes, of course, human design is one of the tools I recommend. So I will put the link for that in the show notes and I think it's just a really good place to start your self-discovery journey, especially if you find yourself coming back to comparison syndrome often and you're finding it challenging to collaborate with other dietitians. This whole process starts inward and that's what you need to do before you can reframe and go out into the world. So three, remember, remind yourself of how amazing you are. And if you need a little help, I got a tool to help you. Step four. Reframe and head back to the scene of where comparison syndrome struck. I call this admiration, inspiration, celebration. We've already talked about the mantra reframe, right? So that can be admiration. Like, yes, that dietitian is doing some really good shit. Step two is inspiration. Taking what you see others doing as inspiration for what you want to do or create or a place that you want to go. 
And that might look like recreating a reel that's trending on Instagram, popping into your stories to chat about a journal topic that inspired you or tagging that dietitian when they've inspired you, right? Like you could hop in your stories and be like, wow, I just saw this and it was really friggin' cool. Like you can be really transparent if you're feeling that, right? Like you can be like, wow, this was so cool that I felt a little bit of comparison syndrome initially. And yeah, it's scary to get there and admit that, right? But I think the more normalized we make this, because everyone feels it <laughs> and business coaches use it as a as a selling point, right? Like, ooh, let's beat that comparison syndrome. And man, we're never going to beat it. But if we can reframe it and have open conversations about it, that's the friggin' difference. Anyway, so tagging that dietitian or even reaching out to them in DMs and you were like, wow, I saw you like working with a new patient in a new or working with a patient in a new way or telling telling that other dietitian how that one interaction that you saw led, led you to take your own action, right? So like rather than cowering in a corner and being like, oh, I feel this really shit comparison syndrome, let them know that they made you feel really excited about doing something rather than cowering in the corner. So think and reframe, right? This is the big, big, big piece of it. You don't have to feel like shit when you are in this feeling of comparison syndrome. The more you can, sorry guys, also not editing that. (laughs) The more you can lean into a feeling of, wow, okay, this is happening to me. Why am I feeling this? This process goes really quick, right? Like it's not going to be a week long process. It can go really quick. Why is this happening to me? Okay, cool. That person's doing some really cool shit. Let's either turn it into inspiration or the next step I'll talk about in just a sec. But if we can turn it into inspiration and talk to them, right? Like shoot them a direct message. That's what social media is about, being social. Crazy, I know. Anyway, but like if you can tell them that they had an impact on you, that's awesome. The more we can do that, I think the more interconnected our world is going to be and the less alone we're all going to feel. So give that a shot. And then, I mean, okay, so when you're talking to that other person and you're like giving them a shout out or you're talking to them in that way, it's, I guess, less inspiration. It could be inspiration, but it also leads a little bit more into celebration. Celebration meaning that's awesome. I'm so stoked for you. Like go get a girl, hands up emoji, heart emoji, love what you're doing, keep it up. And that can be, obviously those are all like social media things. I feel like you're just not going to like go up to a random person at like a hospital setting and be like, get it girl. I'm so stoked for you. Like you just killed that tube feeding, you know, but like, you know what I mean? Take it, take it with how you will in the environment that you're in. But I think that one small act of kindness, both in real life or on social media can go a really long way. And I know that we've been in this place of competition within the dietetic space before we were even RDs. But if we can start taking these steps to take down the walls we've built instead of, so if we can take down the walls we've built and instead build each other up, we'll be able to create an amazingly collaborative future for our field. And the first step is conversation, right? Having that open conversation. And sometimes it might be, it took a lot of courage for me to message you or talk to you. And I've done that. I've like actually done that. And then following into that conversation, like the vulnerability the vulnerability piece is going to go really far and then could open pathways to collaboration going forward. I've had a few of these really vulnerable moments when reaching out to fellow dietitians who I admire or those with a large social following, right? Like it can be scary, but it's just a person on the other end. And I think that that's also something to remember. Other times, 
starting a conversation might be easier. It might be just like, hey, my name is Celestina. I love what you're doing and I would love to connect. Real talk, it can take a bit to get to this point, even with the inner work that I've suggested that you explore earlier in this episode. And obviously, right? Like I'm almost two years into my deep self-discovery journey and comparison syndrome still strikes, but it's about having the tools to reframe it and to also have the confidence in yourself to do what you know and to know that what the fuck you're doing is the right thing, right? So it's the confidence piece and knowing that you know your shit. (laughs) And again, that just takes time. And I understand that like, if you don't have like a full client roster at this point, it can be challenging and you can feel that comparison syndrome probably more often than not, because there's a lot more questioning, right? Like, why is no one buying what I'm putting out there? Why am I not making money the way I want it to? But the more you can lean into being you, the more you can lean into this reframe, the better it's going to be. And the more opportunities that will open up both within your like client world and within the dietetics world as a whole. Give that a thought. So when you have these internal feelings building up, right, these comparison syndrome, allow yourself the mental space because you know your worth and then you know where you can contribute within that collaboration or within the RD space as a whole. Giving yourself the space, giving yourself that reframe is going to be really, really, really important to be able to take those next steps into legit collaboration. So if you remember the story from earlier with the reframe, I remembered that my unique perspective of collaboration is important. And so are the perspectives of the other dietitians within that panel. We all have something extremely meaningful to share. Our field as a whole doesn't do a great job of elevating itself or the people within it with the confidence that we know our shit. But you do know your shit. We know our shit. Not only have you gone to school for it, completed an internship, passed a hard-ass test, you've probably also invested a ton of money in yourself, like learning more. You're in the field, helping others, changing lives, and making an impact. Don't minimize that. You're a badass. Let that shine. If you guys need a little bit more self-discovery help, please, please, please check out the Unleash Yourself Masterclass. It's like 30 minutes and I feel like it's a really good place to start taking back those layers that we've all been taught that are the right way to, to do the things, right? Like we can't be happy for other people. Like we have to do it our, we have to do it ourselves and we have to experience it ourselves. But man, if we start celebrating each other, think of how much cooler the world would be. Think of how much cooler our field would be. We'd probably have less feelings of comparison syndrome if we just celebrated. So give that a thought. Let Noodle that around a bit, if you will. And definitely check out the, the freebie, the, the Unleash Yourself Masterclass. All right, guys, until next week. Before I leave you, let's talk a little bit about the things that are upcoming in the new year because, oh my God, we are more than halfway through November, which is insane. So in the new year, I am hosting collab roundtables specifically for human design types. So one, if you don't know your human design type yet, definitely go figure that out. (laughs) That is in the show notes as well. It's totally free. All you need is your birth date, birth time, birth location. It spits out a beautiful chart, very confusing looking chart, to be honest. That is 100% you. And then you'll at least have an understanding of what your chart is. If you don't know how to read it, 
shoot me a DM on Instagram at the Dietitian Collaborative, and I am happy to give you a super high level explanation of what you're looking at. And then you can be prepared if you want to join the spaces that are happening in the new year. That is going to be, again, human design type specific. So what does that mean? That means if you're a manifester, manifesting generator, generator, projector, or a reflector, you will have a space with everyone who's in your same design type in part to understand your design type better, but also to show you how many different variations there can be within a design type. Yes, there may be two manifestors in a group. However, those two manifestors are going to operate completely differently. And it's really cool to see that in action. So the dates for the upcoming collab roundtables starting in the new year are Tuesday, January 10th for manifestors, Thursday, January 12th for projectors, February 21st for manifesting generators, and Thursday, February 23rd for generators. And then a little bit later on in the year, March 9th, all design types will have uh, another session. So if this is something that you want to explore, we go way more in depth within the round, the collab roundtable spaces where you're really honing in on what your superpowers are and then how you can use them to collaborate. That's really the essence of all of this, right? Like we learn ourselves better so that we can really get out in the world and elevate each other, elevate each other's superpowers. So if any of that is of interest, you can either book a time to chat with me about it and ask me all the questions, but I will also put a link down in the show notes. And if you feel aligned, I would love for you to join that space. All right, guys, now, now, until next week. Ciao.